Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Truths We Hide podcast. Today's guest is Amanda Huffman. She is a military spouse and a veteran who served in the Air Force for six years as a civil engineer, including a deployment to Afghanistan. She traded in her combat boots for a diaper bag to stay at home with her two boys and follow her husband's military career. She is also the host and creator of the Women of the Military podcast, sharing the stories of women who have served or continue to serve in the military. You can learn more about Amanda at her blog at Airman to Mom. Hi, Amanda. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Thank you. Um, Thank you very much for your patience and for being on here today. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. So you guys, Amanda Huffman, I, um, how did we meet? It was through LinkedIn, right? You were looking for podcast guests. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. And I was so excited because I think you were my first one. I don't even remember, but I was really excited because she is an, um, Air Force vet, but I'll let you tell the rest of your story. So go ahead. So I served in the Air Force for six years as a civil engineer. I spent a year of that time in the Air Force, deployed with the Army on a provincial reconstruction team in Afghanistan, and I decided to leave the Air Force when my son was born. My husband's still in the Air Force, and it was really complicated for us to get stationed together, and it just felt like it would be overwhelming to add kids into the dual military life. So I separated and I kind of had a rough transition because I just expected that I would go from being in the Air Force to being a stay-at-home mom and life would be great, but then it was really hard (laughs) and I struggled a lot. So I started a blog called Airman to Mom about less than a year after my son was born And I was kind of more of like a hobby, but an outlet to write and get connected with people. And through that, I bounced around all over the place. And then I finally ended up with Military Life. And now I have a podcast called Women of the Military, where I share stories of military women. That's really, (laughs) I'm really impressed because I, um, how was it for you to just start that blog? I mean, when I when I started writing, it was just for, for me, and I wasn't really able to tell anybody about it, um, and I think it didn't, I wasn't really comfortable until I started talking to other people, knowing that I wasn't alone, but it was still hard when I decided to launch the website or the blog, because nobody really knew what I was going through, so how was it for you to just do that? So I started in a community, which I think is why it wasn't that hard of a step. But uh, a blogger I followed, Lisa Joe Baker, used to do a thing called Five Minute Friday. So when I first started, I was privately just doing Five Minute Friday. And I would post my five minutes, which was she would throw out a prompt word. And then you would write for five minutes, no editing, and just write. And she would... And I would post my five-minute thing in her comments, and every once in a while she would comment and say how much she liked it, or um, other people would comment. And I felt really, like, in a safe place, and so from that is where I started the blog. It was writing that five-minute prompt word where there was, like, no pressure because it was just write for five minutes, and then don't edit, just post. 
And so it was kind of a cool experiment and an easy way to get into blogging. Wow, that that's really awesome because I, yeah, I wish I would have known about that three years ago. I was so scared, but I think having that community, that would have been awesome. I, I, I found the community now, but back then it would have been great. So I'm, that's really great that you found that because it sounds like it, it really helped you. Yeah. And I'm, they were um, only, mainly all older women, about like 20 or 30 years older than I was, mm-hmm. but because they were there encouraging me and pushing me to keep going, it wasn't so lonely, and they're the reason that like my business turned into a business and it didn't stop, mm-hmm. you know, after a few months of, this is hard, nobody's listening. <laughs> That's the, so do you feel like that writing helped you just better with the transition or was there other things that you did to to help you with that I think that was I guess part of it was helping me with my transition I was talking to someone recently about how I kind of put my like military veteran hat and like shoved it in a drawer and pretended like it wasn't a part of me and just focused on being a mom and a military spouse and so if you go back far enough, my blogging often has to deal with like being a military spouse and being a mom and what that entails and talking about like being a veteran was something that I didn't want to do, but was necessary to transition and, you know, be a fully functioning person. Wow. I, yeah. And you're so right because I think after, I retired. It was just okay. I'm a mom now, and I'm a male spouse, and you don't really talk about the other stuff, your other life. Right. And that's so it's so important because that's part of that's part of who you are. I mean, you serve too, and I start. I'm starting to see a lot more of that come out. Like, why aren't we being recognized? Or, hey, I'm a veteran too. It's not just him, or even even military spouses. They, I never realized how much they did in the background for their soldier you know they have to run the household and all that and so now I'm starting to be I'm starting to recognize that even more because it's so hard and so they need to be recognized too um so is that one of the well one okay sorry let's let's back up (laughs) you've you've done so much so I'm trying to I'm trying to think here your podcast now is that one of the reasons why you started that was to recognize the veteran status yes I so in 2017 I did a deployment series and I expected that I would get mainly men to respond because men are primarily who's in the military and when you think of military that's who you just that's what you automatically think of and so I asked a bunch of the men I had deployed with I asked some of the women I had deployed with and I asked just random like made a little spreadsheet um, asking for people to share their story. And what I got was almost every woman that I asked responded yes. And then the open call was primarily women. There was one guy who responded to my open call and like uh, 17 women, I think. And so in oh the God. end, I had it, I had like 20 stories from women, the one guy who had responded, and then I had my uncle who was a Vietnam veteran and then I had two World War II stories and so at the end of it I was like fascinated by the stories that the women had shared 
And I just wanted to hear more stories of women. And I also felt like, oh, I'm perfectly primed to tell our stories because I am a woman and I have this platform that I've kind of been building. And so that was where the podcast idea started. Oh my gosh, that's that's kind of funny that it was more women. And I think because you shared your story and you're like, hey, I'm an Air Force vet and they're and they wanted to be part of that. So that's mm-hmm. that's really exciting. Uh, how sad that it's just one man though. Right. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. He jumped on. Um yeah, you guys need to go listen to that because she even well tell us now, after that first series of podcasts, you decided to go and do a book? I did. I was actually gonna be another thirty one day series, but we PCS, um, we moved from California to Virginia in the summer of 2018. And so the 31 day series, which is like a big thing for bloggers, a 31 day challenge, it happens in October. And we were still like trying to find our bearings. My husband's job had him traveling all the time. And I just felt really overwhelmed with trying to do the 31 day series because it's a lot of work to do. And uh, so my friend was like, well, you don't have to do it. (laughs) No one's going to make you. And so I had thought about doing like a weekly series, but then I decided to do a podcast. And I had thought that the women I interviewed for the book or well, now it's a book, but it was for the series would be on the podcast. But the women who most of the women who had uh, been in the book were anonymous and they didn't feel safe sharing their story with their voice on the podcast. So I had all these stories and I didn't really know what to do with them. And then someone told me about Kindle direct publishing and how you can just pretty much use their format and create a book where it prints on demand. And I had my mom help edit all the stories and then I put it all together and now it's a book on Amazon. That's so awesome. Do you foresee doing another one like that in the future? I want to. It's just the email back and forth. Sometimes the um, emails get lost and it's a lot of work. And so yeah. I've started collecting stories again. And I think I have three three or four. Mm-hmm. So it's just if I get the stories and then because I out of the three and four, three or four stories that I have that they wrote back with like the second response I had about 20 so I spent time going through all 20 asking follow-up questions but then I only got three or four responses and like with the initial interview I had like 60 some odd emails and I only ended up with 28 stories and one of those is mine so 27 and so there's a lot of like work on the back end that people don't see where I'm sending emails and doing follow-up and that takes a lot of time and sometimes it's disheartening because I do all that work and then I get like one or two responses and I'm like I just did all this work (laughs) so that is hard because you also have a family right you have two boys I do have two boys yep what are the ages well, my three-year-old is going to turn four this week, and oh so I'll have a four-year-old and a six-year-old when this is live. Oh, my gosh. So you're really busy. I am. Really, really busy. But I think 
I think it's a good kind of busy because I know that when I started really getting into blogging and you're, you're one of my motivations, by the way. Um, when I started really getting into it, I, I started to think, God, this is, it's a lot. It's overwhelming. You have to plan each day. And I used to just do whatever every day I just do something, but now I have to actually sit down and say, okay, Mondays is this Tuesdays is this. And it's, it, you don't realize how much of the day it takes up because by the time right. your kids come home, you have to stop or you should stop or whatever the case is. And then you get back, you either get back into it after they go to bed or you stop until the next day. So how, I mean, did you have, I had to buy a little whiteboard, dry erase board and just write stuff on there. And I think I need a larger one, but I'm like trying to cram it in there right now. And then with notes on my phone and a little chalkboard and stuff like that. So how do you do it? Do you have an office space? Do you, what do you use to keep, accountable and, and to even be organized I'm not organized <laughs> <laughs> my husband would be the first person to tell you that um, but I do have like a I kind of do what you do like I have a system for things that I do every week on certain days and so that helps keep me on track like on Sundays I edit the podcast in the afternoon while my husband and boys are at um a program in the afternoon and Mm -hmm. then on Tuesdays when the podcast goes live I like help put it on social media and I put it on Pinterest and I do all the like you know all the things and Mondays are kind of like if I can't get all the editing done on Sunday then I try and play catch up and I get all the so you know yeah And, and then you know we try and find like spare minutes to do everything but I have like a list I write down all the things that I need to do and then I just cross them off as I get them done and then when I finish that page I just flip it over and (laughs) keep writing so I've tried using like computer-based programs but I just can't it just doesn't work for me I have to have like a piece of paper and a pencil yeah I think that's what I need to write it for some reason. I, I don't, I, the old school way. That's just how I'm used to. Stick, right. I have got sticky notes like on my windowsill. I got all, all over the place. I need sticky notes and pens and pencils. And yeah, I, I can't. There's a lot of fancy stuff out there. Even like uh, someone was telling me there's something on the iPad, iPad creator. There's a program on it that you could do uh, write out your stuff. But I'm like, I don't know. That's just a lot. It's just, it's just a lot. I didn't write it out. You know, yeah. like people don't realize that we, it's not just um, editing, it's promoting too. And then all the website or all the social media that we have to get on too. So it's like, there's like five different areas that you have to go and promote people or, or promote yourself. And it's, it, it takes, it does take time. But I think at the end of the day, it's, it's almost like um gratifying. It's, it's, a happy thing it's it's a good thing to have all that because you're helping other people right. and then helping yourself too so I don't know um but so what and you did you create your website on your own because it's really good <laughs> you, you guys need to go look at it because it's just so the way it's formatted and she's got all the things on there everything that she does my I bought a theme and then my husband is pretty technical so he made the like banner with the pictures at the top mm-hmm. and a logo and it's been a lot of like tinkering with it every once in a while 
And then when I need to like update it, I have to like figure out how the heck did I do that? So I usually just am like, it's great. I'm not going to touch it. But my husband knows how to do like Photoshop and those type of technical things. So he's created my business cards and he did the the banner on the top and he did my logo for the podcast that's a picture of me if you go to women of the military and he took the photo and he did the graphics and all the stuff i love so. that i love that photo that's a perfect photo for your podcast it's it's really great um i am not that creative i hired a vet to do my website and then rather than i used to bug him all the time be like joe i need something done but now I'm trying to go in there and do it myself. And it's 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 challenging because you don't want to mess anything up. I'm afraid I'm going to delete a page or <laughs> I'm going to delete something that's vital. And so it's 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 hard. It's it's a lot of yeah. work for to do what we do. But I like it because I get to meet you get to meet so many different people because I didn't you didn't you interview I um it was a uh, Air Force. The Secretary of the yes, Air Force. Yes, yes. Tell yes, us about that. Oh, my gosh. So I met her a few weeks before, and I was too afraid to tell her about my podcast, but she was. She did an interview at the Women's in Service Memorial in D.C. by Arlington, mm-hmm. and she was promoting her book. And so I went to that because I wanted to hear her speak, and... Then I got a signed copy of her book, and I talked to her a little. And then on LinkedIn, someone mentioned my podcast when someone was looking to be on podcasts, and it was a woman veteran, and she talked about, oh, it was about people who had written books. And so she mentioned my book, Secretary James' book, and a few other books. And like so we were both tagged in this post, and then I told the person who – the post was for that I had a podcast and that she could be on the podcast. And then she emailed, she reached out to me and was like, I'll be on your podcast. And I was like, what? <laughs> so, so I emailed her, we set up an interview and then she was on my podcast and it was, it was really exciting because yeah, I'm like, I don't feel like I, I was hoping that eventually I would interview a general. That was like one of my goals for the first year. Yeah. And then I got to interview this former secretary of the Air Force. And I was like, well, that that works. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. I I get nervous. I get nervous to talk to people, too. But sometimes you just have to get out there and say, you know what? This is what I do. Would you like to be part of it? But for someone to to recommend you and have her email you, that's that means you have come a long way. And that's amazing. Oh my gosh, that's exciting. Uh, what do you what do you recommend or what advice would you give for people who just want to start doing what you did, like a blog talking about themselves and sharing their story? It what do you tell people just to go do it or what what would your advice be? I tell people that it's a lot of work and that they shouldn't expect instant payoff or re- gratification and I also talk about like what I said earlier I started with doing five minutes Mm -hmm. once a week Mm -hmm. because that's where I was at and so I think sometimes people think you have to be 
like have this grandiose plan and like come out perfect but part of the good part about not having an audience right away is that you can make a lot of mistakes and you can learn and you can do all the things that you need to do and so the process of like growing your business and how long it takes is a benefit for you because you don't really want people to see all the stuff when you're like learning how to do it so I say they start but don't expect that like next year you're going to be have a hundred thousand followers and making a ton of money yeah so this is the first year I've actually made money and a lot of it came from doing freelance writing Mm -hmm. and and before that the first whatever how many four years I didn't make any money Mm -hmm. like maybe enough I think I made enough to cover how much it costs to like have a blog and that sort of thing but I wasn't making actual money right and I didn't make a lot of money this year. I made like $5,000, which is a lot, but not like, you know, not enough to support my family. Right. It's th- it's that my husband works, so then I don't have to worry so much about that. Yeah. So it's taken you a total of five years to like be where you're at now. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Yeah. Okay. See, and that's, that's really good advice because there are people, I mean, I, when people ask me how long I've been blogging, I said three years, but... It's taken me this whole past year to actually be where I'm at because I've had some days where I just wanted to give up and I was so frustrated. Right. So what do you, have you had those days where you're just like, I can't or. Yes. <laughs> I don't think you could be a business owner and ha- not have those days. I Yeah. When my second son was born, I like almost quit blogging because I just didn't have any desire to write and I think it had a lot to do with like pregnancy hormones Uh and I just I had like I had a six month window where I like did nothing and I was like well I guess I'm just gonna be a stay-at-home mom and I'm not gonna have a business and then when he was born I had a desire to write all these things and that's kind of where I started writing again and then there's been other times along the way that I've wanted to quit, but that was like the biggest where I like had no desire at all. Sometimes I just get burnout yeah. and I need a little break. And so, yeah, yeah, I think that's important to tell people because I, there are days where I'm like, I just two days, three days and I'll feel, I'll feel kind of guilty. Like I should be writing every single day or I should be doing something, but sometimes you just need to say, okay, I'm going to back off for a little bit. I need to refocus. I need to think again. I don't want to just write just to write some BS on paper. I want it to be impactful. But then I'll I'll tell people, look, I've had a couple of bad days. It's real. It happens. I need a minute. Tomorrow's a new day. And what gets you motivated? What do you, you know, what what makes you just get up the next day? Besides your kids, of course. For the podcast, it's the stories that I get to hear and the stories that I get to share. And then the emails I get from either people who I started getting emails this year from people who are like, I just love your podcast. And I'm like, it's so cool that like people are listening and that they and that they like it, too. And I I probably should hire an editor but I love listening to the women's stories when I'm editing and especially if there's someone like you that I know then I feel like I'm talking to my friend which I don't get to talk to my 
friends because we're like all over the country. Yeah. And so the last two, the one coming out tomorrow and the one coming out next week were with people that I'm friends with, but I don't get to see very often. And so when I was editing, I felt like I was having a conversation with my friends and just getting to hear their experience and get to not feel so lonely with being a woman veteran. I think sometimes you can feel like you're the only one who's struggling or the only one going through different things. And so that's what I love about the podcast. That's really awesome. I I know on the website, you can see, you put all your podcast links on there. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's easy to find. So that's really great. So anybody could just click on whatever one they want to listen to, but I think it's just going to be, be a part of history and I think that's what's awesome so when your kids get older they can be they could go back and say look what mom did and look at all these stories and they can have an appreciation because it is hard to find female either soldiers or veterans that you know that speak up and tell their story and and realize that they are just as important and that's what we need to remember so that's that's going to be something really really great later on um so do you you do something every single day? Like, uh, well, not Saturdays. I usually take Saturdays off. That's good. And then Sundays, I just do that like two hour window. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I, but I, I have like, I was going to take a three week break for the podcast, and then people were like, you can't take a break. <laughs> and so now I'm like, do I not take a break? Do I take a break? And so uh, that's like the hardest part about like being an entrepreneur is that like if you have a weekly podcast, then you have to have a weekly episode or people get my husband is really frustrated with his YouTuber because he's like very inconsistent right now. And I'm like, he has a life. (laughs) You know, I'm looking at it as an entrepreneur being like, it's hard to create two videos every week and like not have to, you know, and not get a break. Yeah. And he's looking at it as a customer and a consumer. And he's like, I want my weekly videos. (laughs) And I'm just like, so it's kind of funny to hear him complain. And I have like, I know all the reasons why he might have have a video. and My husband can't see that. So it's kind of, it's hard to like find that balance. So yeah, because I was going to take, because it's Christmas time. So I want to take some time off. So. I think I remember you saying that, that it'll be, you'll resume after the first of the year. And I'm like, you know what, that's, we know that's good because right. when do you, you know, when do you, what, what boundaries do you set? What do you take a time off? You don't want to disappoint, but then again, you're like, if I don't do this, I might go crazy. Right. <laughs> well, I'm taking, I'm taking a vacation at the end of January mm-hmm. and I'm going to get ahead. I've already recorded through the summer because awesome. I'm I batched a bunch of, and so yeah. I'm trying to get ahead so that while I'm on vacation I can schedule most of my social media and have the podcast already in the queue ready to go so that I can have that vacation where I'm not having to worry about doing all the things. Yeah. So. But then again, look, your audience is like, I need more. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to listen and you're making an impact. So that's, that's exciting too. So yeah. Yeah. Congratulations on all that. That's so great. Oh my gosh. So what, 
what what struggle would you like to share that you don't think people know about and that you could give advice to? Because I know that being a mom, being a vet, being an entrepreneur, having a business, all that is so much. And although it makes us happy, there's got to be days where it's it's really, really hard. And not, I mean, I know we said that there was days we want to give up and that's a normal thing. But I know with me, I... I still have good and bad days where I get really depressed and I have to just think, okay, you know, I'm still here. I'm still alive. I get to make an impact. And there's actually people who are out there. I do have a tribe. I've got my kids. I've got people who, you know, that I could count on. Do you, do you feel like you have that? And I mean, is there a real big struggle that you just, you don't like to tell people because it's just so hard or how do you, how do you manage? I think I just try and do what I can. I kind of have put blinders on a uh, comparison stills joy. So I try not to compare myself to others. And when people get speaking opportunities or contracts with companies or, you know, publishing contracts I try and celebrate with them and not focus on like because sometimes I'm like I wish that was me but you know if I focused on like any and the speaking thing is like something I really want to do but even if I had given been given the opportunity to go and travel and speak I can't do it because my kids are little and my husband is in the military and his job Mm -hmm. comes first and so I have to remind myself like a I need to be happy for my friends because they're getting these opportunities and it is really exciting and if I just say woe is me I wish that (laughs) I was getting these then it would just steal all the joy and it wouldn't be so fun so I try and focus on like celebrating with people when they have successes and not compare my life to their life I don't like to compare numbers. I don't, I just try and stay away from comparison because I think it's really easy to start looking at the numbers and see like, like I had a hundred downloads or whatever Mm -hmm. and be like, Oh, that's not very many. That's a hundred people. That's a hundred. That's a lot of people listening to. And like, sometimes I think you think, Oh, well, it's not a thousand. It's like, it's still a hundred people you know, that are listening. And I think we sometimes think, oh, it's, we're not making a big enough impact. But if you have one person listening and like their life has changed, then that's a big deal. And one person becomes two people. And like, it's, so I just try and focus on like where I am right now and celebrate with the people around me because they, the opportunities that they get will may have a positive impact on my life in the future but at least I can be happy for them and celebrate with them so that you know we can all encourage each other you're so right that is absolutely the best advice because I know I've done that in the past and when I talk to my husband he has to remind me look how far you've come already last year you were in a dark place now you are actually helping people by telling their story and that's what you love to do and so I think that's 
important for us because where you were four years ago, look at how far you've come now. A hundred people listening to your podcast. Oh my God. And you have a book and you have this. And I know it's easier for me to say that, but I just know looking on my own life, I, I would have never, I don't think I'd be where I am now. And I don't think I would have met all of you guys throughout this journey. And right. we have to, I think we just God, I, I really, it, it was hard for me to believe this because I was just, when you're, when you're in a dark place, you don't want to think about anything, but I, I really believe God puts us in the place we're supposed to be. So when, mm-hmm. when he feels we are ready to be there, he will put us there. Even though we think I'm ready now, I could do it now. <laughs> He's probably like, okay, hold on. I've got other plans for you do this and you will get to it at some point in time in your life. So that's what I try to think about is I'm, I'm supposed, this is what I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to be doing, even though it's not everything that I think I should have. <laughs> he's, he's already got that plan for you. So hold on girl, be patient, just, yep. <laughs> you know, be open up your eyes and just uh, appreciate what you have and accept it. And so yep. absolutely, I think that you're so you're right with that. It's it gets hard, though, because you do you'll be like, well, how come I don't have that many followers? You know what? I don't think right. it's about that anymore. I think it's about no. it's even those those emails that you get, even though they don't comment on your post or they don't like what you have. That email right there. That's what's like, oh, my gosh, I I've just impacted a person. And that's really what right. should matter. And so that's really awesome yeah and if you know the story of david in the bible he was anointed to be king of israel when he was like 14 or 15 Mm -hmm. but he didn't become the king of israel until he was like 30 that was like 15 years and there was a lot of hard stuff that happened in between when he was anointed and when he actually became king and i think people just like bypass those 15 years and like he was the king it's like but there was like a lot of trial and hardship and that he had to go through before that day actually came yeah and so I think just like you said like I'm ready it's like no you're not ready yet (laughs) yep it's it's so hard you know I could do this right now no no not yet darn it so you get frustrated (laughs) but Mm -hmm. it is I think it is important to celebrate you know everyone's successes because you know what you get to be part of that you're part of that journey and so when I see people you know do all these great things and be recognized like you know what that's so cool I am so honored to be able to be their friend and see that and so I think we if we just look at it from a different perspective you know what? I was part of that. And that's so awesome. And, and mm-hmm. just need to be happy. And cause it, it does. What did you say? Something steals joy. Comparison steals joy. Comparison. Yep. Yeah. That's... Comparison steals. Exactly. You're so right. You're so right. Oh my gosh. Amanda, thank you so much for being on here. It really, I really do appreciate it because I, yeah, it's just been, it has been an honor to see everything you've done. And so it's, I'm so excited for you and I can't wait to see what else you do in the future so yay <laughs> but thank you so much um and i hope you have a great week and take some time yep just take a minute for yourself we have to remember that yep. <laughs> thank you you're so welcome i'll talk to you soon all right all right bye-bye bye